So have you ever called the 45 seconds before your kids wake up a vacation? Then you need some me time. Take some time for yourself with Pepperidge Farm Milano cookies. I love my me time. For me, it's cuddling up with a delicious snack and watching a great movie, especially a thriller. I love thrillers trying to figure out who did it? Milano cookies are truly a treat worthy of me time. They're delicate and crispy with luxuriously rich chocolate in the middle. You really want to keep these just for you. No, you can't have any. I love my Milanos. So remember to save something for yourself with Pepperidge Farm Milano. iHeartRadio and Tribeca Studios present Fierce, a podcast about the incredible women who never made it into our history books and the modern women carrying on their legacies today. I'm your host, Joe Piazza. Each week, we'll be introducing you to women like Madam C.J. Walker. She created jobs for thousands of African-American women who otherwise would have been sharecroppers, washerwomen, and cooks and maids, and gave them the opportunity to make their own money independently as businesswomen. Listen and subscribe to Fierce on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, guys, it's time now for my strawberry letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one today, right here, right now. Junior, do the honors, please. Yeah, in for the suspended. Sit back, buckle up, and hold on tight. (laughs) We got it for you. Strawberry Letter. Thank you, Junior. In for the suspended subject. Good things do not come in small packages. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a mother of two beautiful kids and have been married for eight years. When I met my husband, life was great, and out of nowhere, he swooped in and stole my heart. We dated for a good while before he proposed, and I withheld sex until I got the ring. It's like we knew we were soulmates when we met, so he did not mind waiting until we were engaged to have sex. He took on my two children as his own, and we had planned on having one more child together. That was before marriage. Now, eight years later, things are different. The problem is, well, he's not well endowed, and sex with him is awful. I knew this beforehand, but married him anyway because I loved him and hoped it would get better. I was so used to my ex-husband's great sex and thought that I could get this guy to do some different things to please me, but nothing ever worked. I have not had one pleasurable encounter with this man since we started having sex, and now I'm getting bored and I'm in need of more. I don't want to leave the marriage because of the family life we have created for my children. My husband is a hard worker, a Christian man, and a great provider, but we have not had sex in a very long time. We don't hug and kiss anymore either. Uh, I'm aware that sex is a very important part of marriage, and usually men cheat when they aren't being satisfied at home, but I'm pretty sure my husband isn't cheating. I never faked it during or after sex, but I also never told him how horrible it was. I'm sure it hurts him as a man to know that he can't please his wife. I don't want to be a cheater, but... I long for some intense, great sex regularly. What's a girl to do? Can you offer any advice on this situation? Well, first of all, I have to tell you that you have every right within your marriage uh, to, to want intense, great sex. I mean, that's part of the reason a lot of people get married. Uh, 
But in your particular situation, it doesn't look like that's going to happen because you said you've talked to him. I mean, I would suggest that you have a serious conversation with your husband. I mean, after eight years of marriage, you owe him and you owe yourself that. You you do have a right to be uh, satisfied sexually. The thing is, um, you knew this before you married him. And you married him anyway because you thought, as you say, things would get better. We've talked about this. I, I can't tell you how many times we've talked about this on this show, about how women think that we can always change a man. We always think that. You knew this going in. We can't change them. I mean, and how well you know it now. I mean, the time for you to have dealt with this matter, and, and it's very serious. I don't mean to make light of it. This is a very serious issue right here. But it was, you should have dealt with this before before you got married and, and after you got the ring because you said you held out sex at least until you got the ring. So I, I say the next time you guys are, are getting intimate, um, you have to lay down the law. You have to teach him. You've got to show him and guide him into doing what you like. You all have to have a serious conversation about this, even though you said that you've done that in the past and it didn't work. So, I mean, you you, you got to try it again. You have to. I mean, because I can't see the only alternative is to cheat or divorce, and you don't want to do either of those things, and you don't want him to do it either. Steve? Well, 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 we got a problem here. Good things do not come in small packages. No, it don't. It really don't. Your problem is you've been married for eight years. You got two beautiful kids. Your husband that you met, he swooped in, stole your heart. Dated for a good little while before he proposed. You done waited on you had withheld sex till you got the ring. You know, because you knew you were soulmates. He ain't mind waiting until he's engaged to have sex. He didn't <laughs> mind waiting until we were engaged to have sex. Mm. Hell, because he knew. Mm. He knew that when y'all did have it, uh-huh. Come on. What? it wasn't going to be worth it. Then. <laughs> he what? knew this. One more time, what? He knew. <laughs> the reason he didn't mind waiting. <laughs> To have sex is cause he knew it wasn't gonna be worth a damn uh-uh. when you did. You ain't Facts. the first person he done disappointed. Oh no. That's why everything else is in order. He ain't well endowed, and sex with him is awful. Not bad. A W F U L. If you break them two words down, A.W. just, oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can't do the other I do the last part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But F.U. is the first two initials. <laughs> and that L is funny as hell, but I can't say <laughs> Now, I knew this before him. I knew this beforehand, but I married him anyway because I loved him. And I hoped it would get better. How does real bad sex ever get better? Yeah. How? I'll be back. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Good things well, do not come in small packages. Ain't much of a recap. <laughs> he ain't packing. She heard about it. <laughs>
So she didn't have sex until she got the ring. He didn't mind waiting until we was engaged. Any man don't mind waiting. No, it ain't worth a damn what he finna do. <laughs> oh, I might as well just ride this out. You don't want to have sex right now? Okay, cool. Okay, fine. <laughs> let me just keep talking to you. Let me take care of these kids. Let me buy them something. Let me carry you shopping so I could get you to fall in love with me. Because after we do it. It's over. <sighs> oh, no. But he's a good man, though, Steve. Huh? Don't nobody give a damn about that. <laughs> yeah, it's nice that he's a good man. It's real great, but she wants her, she wants she wants her head to be on her eyes in the back of her head. Yeah, backbreaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she needs some things going on. Well, the problem is he ain't well endowed. Sex is awful. I knew it before, but I married him anyway because I loved him. Mm. Hoped it would get better. I was so used to my ex husband, great sex. Whew. Now he didn't last. He done left a lasting impression. Mm-hmm. Great sex from your ex-husband. Thought I could get this guy to do some different things to please me. Oh, he want to. <laughs> <laughs> but he just ain't got what it takes. Now, here's what I suggest. You got to get some equipment in that bedroom, and he oh, got to be gosh. comfortable using it. Mm. We got to get some equipment. And based on where this letter going is, I'm going to give you a suggestion of some equipment you can use. And this ain't stuff you buy down at the adult bookstore. You need a buzz saw. What? You need, a buzz. You need to come in some, with some with a lot of noise. You need that type of thing going on. Wow. You need to see if you can go down Home Depot and rent yourself a jackhammer. <laughs> you need to find out how much a hedgehog costs. A what? Hedgehog. Trim the bushes with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like a and what? you definitely needs to buy a weed eater. Or anything with eater on it. But you got to do something. You've got to do something. I don't want to lead a marriage cause of we've cause of the family life you created for my children. He's a hard worker. He's a Christian man and great provider. Great provider of what? Cause the one thing you want, he damn sure ain't got that. <laughs> but he's a great provider. We have had we ain't had sex in a long time. We don't hug or kiss cause he don't want nothing to get started. <laughs> <laughs> so you get the hug and the kiss and you probably gonna want some more so he ain't trying to even touch you cause he's sick of the look on your face when he look down there at you oh, and you just got that 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 you know how you cock your smile to one side she got that look on his face this ain't gonna work we don't hug and kiss now I'm aware that sex is a very important part of a marriage and usually men don't and usually men cheat when they ain't getting satisfied at home. But I don't think my husband is cheating. I ain't never faked it during or after sex. Well, you probably should have. <laughs> you got to at Man. least try to make him think he done done. So how about can one holler? Just one damn holler. Just one. Uh-huh. But I've also never told him how horrible it is. Lady, please don't do that to him. Don't do that to him. Don't tell this man. How horrible he is. Without crush him. Without, yeah, it was crushing. But you gotta have the stuff in place to tell him what he need to bring in there. Cause he need a 
some type of toolbox. <laughs> He's not going to figure it out. This man needs some type of toolbox. Something with some batteries in it, something that make noise, and something that you like. That's the only thing that's going to save this. I really feel bad for you, ma'am. Yeah. Because I don't want to be a cheater. But I long for some intense, great sex regularly. And he don't have it. <laughs> he ain't even going to give you the intense part. You're getting nothing. That's no intensity. He ain't going to come in there growling. He ain't going to army crawl up the bed. <laughs> he ain't going to do none of that. He ain't going to bust out the bathroom like he Tarzan. He's not doing any of that. Mm-hmm. Fit to just be sitting up in here. Now, I don't want to be a cheater, but I long for some intense, great sex regularly. Well, you're going to have to start cheating because it ain't that. Uh-uh. Thing. You can't tell well, just, I ain't telling her she going to do it. I'm telling her what she going to end up doing. I'm not suggesting she do it. I just predict this is where it's going. Because homeboy ain't finna change nothing. There's th- only equipment will help her. Yeah, I mean he ain't got nothing now. She just said, "Little bitty, I'm sorry. What you want me to do?" I don't know. Yeah, I don't want her to get a man, but you know, you know, he got to come in there. He got to learn how to use all these toys. <laughs> will you stop? All right, listen. That? He <laughs> got to come in. He need help. All right, listen, guys, email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM or check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. My name is Shapiro Wells. For the past four years, I've been trying to figure out how my 22-year-old son, Courtney, wound up with a bullet in his back outside of Chicago police station. There's what you hear on the news, that Courtney got shot, then drove himself to the station where officers did everything they could to help him. And then there's the truth. Listen to somebody on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Rocky Kanaka, and I want to invite you to listen to a new podcast from The Dodo, An Animal Saved My Life. The Dodo is the most watched animal storyteller on social, and now it's bringing those stories to life in audio. Since I was a kid, I've helped rescue some of the most vulnerable animals. Now, we're going to hear about animals who have gone above and beyond to return the favor to the people they love. On this podcast, we'll hear about animals who have pulled people away from immediate danger or from the throes of addiction. One of my favorite episodes is about a man named PJ and his dog, Chloe. When they met, they were both recovering from trauma, but when they found each other, they also found the strength to face anything. I had this fear of leaving the house and showing myself to the real world. And here we are standing on this mountain, just celebrating life. Hear about a dog whose untrained nose detects her mom's cancer sooner than a machine can. And a pit bull who put herself in between her mom and an oncoming train. Listen to An Animal Save My Life on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. <laughs> 